My name is XN Anderson. Welcome to the Principal Podcast today. You know, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about how rules bring freedom. If you haven't heard that episode, you can listen to it. Um, but let me tell you really quick. We talked about how, you know, if you have a skateboard, you have, you have some freedom. You can skate up and down the street. You might even be able to skate across town on your skateboard. But you have less freedom than to say if you had a car where you could drive all the way across the country if you wanted. I guess you could skateboard across the country. It would take a long time or even less freedom than if you had like a plane. But the interesting thing is, as you, as you go from a skateboard to a car, to a plane, you're actually, you're subjected to more rules. Like for example, when you're driving a car, you have to obey the, the, the laws of the traffic. You have to be able to learn when to stop, how to make lane changes, when you can turn left or right have to keep speed limits. Even the cars themselves have to be made to very precise standards. You know, the brake pads have to be hit the, hit the rotors and it just the perfect way at the right time in the right way. And so you have these, these, these machines that are very, very precise that can drive across the country. And when you get it to a plane, you have to have even more precise standards. They're built to very, very precise. And so the rules that you have to follow to, to fly a plane or build a plane are much more precise, much more strict than the rules of maybe skateboarding or roller skating. Same with car. Cars has more rules than skating. Planes have more rules than both. And if you want to go out even into outer space, the, the rules of, of flying a spacecraft in space are even more strict. Um, have to, that stuff has to be built to very, very high specifications. And they spend hundreds of millions, sometimes even billions of dollars, just trying to make sure that these things are going to be okay when they're in space. But the ability to go from, you can't go from, you know, from across the country on a skateboard. Usually you can't go across the ocean on a skateboard, but you could in a, on an airplane. And the interesting thing is, is as you get more rules and you get more strict, your freedom actually increases. Well, one of the things that I believe when I'm on the principal podcast, when I'm looking for principles that govern everything, like we talked about gravity last time too, uh, gravity, you could build a hydroelectric dam and, and make a million bucks or gravity could kill you. The only difference is, did you respect it and align with it or did you get careless with it? And when I'm looking for the principles, um, I believe that Jesus Christ has the answers for those high principles, the, the principles that give you more, more freedom. I'm going to read one that I think we're all really bad at. I am for sure. So let me speak for myself. I'm bad at it. Um, by the way, this came in the Sermon on the Mount. It's found in Matthew 5. Matthew 5 through 7 is where the, where the Savior himself, Jesus Christ himself, I think, gives us clues to a lot, a lot of principles. Let me read one. He said, Ye, ha ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. If that's not a hard rule to follow, gosh, I don't know what it is. Then he continues, this, Jesus continues, that ye may be this, the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, 
What do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. I got I to gotta tell you, it's so interesting that right after he says, love your enemies, basically says, be like your Father in heaven. By the way, be therefore perfect. To me, it almost sounds like that thought about being perfect, it stresses a lot of people out. Like, how do I be perfect? Nobody's perfect. But I think in the way he may have meant it, when I read this myself anyway, and I may be wrong, he's sitting here saying one of the hardest things to do, one of the hardest rules to keep is when somebody's coming at you and calling you a name or, or worse, doing something bad to you. How do you keep that higher law of loving your enemies? Sometimes people in your own family can feel like an enemy. Your spouse can feel like an enemy sometimes, or your, or your children or people that, you know, how do you love your enemy? Now, remember, I need to go back to something that Stephen Covey said. Stephen Covey said that he was, I, I'm going to quote a little bit. He was at a conference once. Somebody came up to him. I hope that I'm saying this correctly. Maybe slightly misquoted, but it's going to be going to be close. I think somebody came up to him after the conference and said something like this: "I don't love my wife anymore." And Stephen Covey looked at him and said something like, "Well, then love her." And he said, "Well, I don't love my wife anymore. I, I've fallen out of love with her. She's fallen out of love with me. We're, you know, we're probably heading for a divorce. We've got three kids. It kind of concerns me." And Stephen Covey looked at him again and said something like this. If you're not feeling it, that would be a good reason to love her. Like I looked at him and said, well, how do you love someone you don't love? And Stephen Covey said, you know, my friend, you're acting like love is a feeling. Love isn't a feeling. Love is a verb. It's an action word. But if you do the verb, the feeling will follow. And this is a principle that I think we get wrong in our society. In our society, we almost feel like, man, I should just do whatever I feel. But here's the bad news. You've probably noticed that you're, have you ever noticed your feelings are like the weather? I mean, you can be happy one moment. You'll be, you can be sad the next. You can be embarrassed. You can be um, angry. And that kind of changes. But what if instead of making your decisions based on feelings, Instead, you said, you know what? Maybe I need to make my decisions based on principles. And in my opinion, the principles that govern everything, a ton of them are found. If you want to get, if you want to find them, just go right to the source. I would look at Matthew 5 through 7 in the Bible. Some of you may think I'm crazy or think I'm old fashioned. Go look at them. We just read about one. He's saying in human relations, there are principles, I believe, that are just as real as gravity. And you can align with them or ignore them. Here's one. Love your enemies. Now, I don't say this saying that I'm good at this because I'm not. I'm absolutely horrible at this. I hope one day to get better at it. Um, how can you love your enemies? Well, here's the thing. It doesn't necessarily mean you feel like it. Like Stephen Covey says, the action you can lead your feelings with your actions. It's like, you know, if you don't feel like you love your wife, go do the dishes for her. Go give her a foot rub. Give her a break so she can go out and have a break with, from the kids for a while. Do something that will 
act like you love her, even if you're not feeling like it. And the feeling can come. And this is a principle that works everywhere. I mean, um, he's not saying you have to feel love for everybody right at that moment. He's just saying, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. He's using action words. Bless them that curse them. Do good. He didn't say feel good about them. He said, do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Jesus Christ, I believe, knows that if you do the action before you feel like it, you can lead your feelings. Let me give you one more example. I had this buddy. I think I've shared this on a previous podcast, so forgive me if you've heard this before. His his name was Brody, and he lived in a neighborhood close to where I used to live. And um, he actually lived in the neighborhood I used to live in. Anyway, he said that he did, I think it was called the Spartacus workout. He did this workout that was all kinds of really hard muscle confusion. It was, I think it was around an hour or so, or at least a half an hour, something like that. He said when he got to the end of this workout, he, he was so sore he could barely walk and he wanted to die. Um, and he said he kept doing it. He's still so sore he could barely walk. Still so sore. He hated it. He said, I kept doing this workout and I hated it. I hated it. I hated it because it just, it just didn't feel good. He said it was really interesting though, somewhere around week two and a half or three. And he goes, I don't remember where it was, but it was somewhere right now, two and a half to three week range. Um, he didn't remember the exact day, but he goes, something changed. He got to the end of this workout and instead of feeling like he wanted to, you know, so sorry, he could barely walk and hated it. He said, for the first time, I felt like I was just getting started. He goes, that day I did the workout twice happened again the next day. I felt like I was just getting started. I did it again. You see, he didn't feel like working out, but he did it. And so I think when Christ says, love your enemies, he's not saying you have to feel all those good feelings for him right at the beginning, because you may not. But he's saying, if you can do the action, if you can pray for him, if you can love him, that's a higher law. In my opinion, it brings you from a skateboard to a space shuttle. Your freedom, your ability to influence others when you listen to what Christ, who is, who is the way, the truth, and the life, and follow his principles that he gave us. And, and if you want to hint where to find him, Matthew 5 through 7 in the Bible. By the way, principles like gravity, they've been around a long time. The Bible has been around a long time. But read the actual words from the principle giver himself, Jesus read the actual words that he said. And he was talking in Matthew 5 through 7. If we do that, um, we'll have, well, Jesus Christ said, if you want to know if I'm just speaking of myself or if what I'm saying is true, he said, do it and you'll know if I'm speaking of myself or if what I'm saying is real. This is Xane. Thank you for listening to the Principal Podcast today. This is Xane Anderson. Thank you for joining me on the Principal Podcast today. You know, I wrote a book called What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die that has a lot of my thinking and thoughts about the best principles. For those of you going through painful times right now, remember with Christ, our greatest pain can become our greatest strength. In fact, our pain, I believe, is just our superpower and embryo. And remember, no matter the question, love is the answer. 
I love you as much as I can for not having met you in person. Thanks for joining me. <laughs>